Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cloud9 podcast, where I am delighted to be joined today by Nate Williams from Swing Search and Talent. Nate, thank you for being on. Fantastic to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm really looking forward to it. And why Nate? And what are we going to be talking about today? The topic of discussion is customer success. And Nate and I met recently at Gainsight's massive Pulse customer success conference. It was great speaking with him. And he has so much to share in this customer success world of ours. So Nate, tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So I'm a uh, former customer success practitioner. So got my start as a, uh, as a customer success manager, moved up the ranks into leadership, uh, did it at companies like uh, Yammer, um, Salesforce, Microsoft, uh, had the opportunity to, to move into leadership at Microsoft, uh, left, left that role, went over to a company called Xamarin, where I was there building out the customer success team. But uh, that, uh, that startup got acquired by Microsoft. That was essentially my second startup that was acquired by Microsoft in about four years. So all under the vertical of customer success. So uh, um, leveraged that opportunity into now doing customer success recruitment for an organization, uh, Swing Search and Talent, where we have lots of different practices, specifically growth, sales, marketing, and customer success as a focus. And the thing that kind of really sets us apart is that we have uh, people that have actually done the role, whether it be sales, marketing, customer success, and we've had true-to-life uh, recruiters. So we, we, we make up a very specialized team uh, in working in those verticals, and, and we've been in business for uh, a very long time. So uh, happy to be here, uh, happy to talk to uh, some of the topics that we have talked about, but uh, thank you so much for having me. I love it. And there's certainly a lot of impressive organizations there, Microsoft, Salesforce, and I'm sure all the connections you made across those time are really helping you. Now you're in more of the recruitment space. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's such a, it was such a subtle shift for me uh, in building customer success teams internally. Uh, over the course of my career, I probably have hired upwards of you know, 450 to 500 customer success managers. Uh, that has helped me not only identify the skill set that's needed, but also being in a leadership position, skills that I look for and, and things that you learn along the way, obviously making that shift into recruiting. Uh, I'm now my client or my customer, if you will, are now organizations that are looking for specific talent uh, and we work with them to, to fill those needs. I love that. And clearly recruitment, everybody's trying to hire the best customer success reps best customer success managers out there. So for anybody growing their customer success team right now, what are two or three things you would be looking for in a rep to really bring success to your team? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So the first thing I would look at is just their, their track record, if you will, their history with managing accounts, whether that's uh, SNB accounts, smaller accounts, mid-market accounts, and or enterprise accounts. If I'm hiring... Uh, for a senior CSM position, the first thing I'm going to look for is what's the, the track record for that person in managing those enterprise accounts? Have you done it for more than one or two years? Have you done it for three or five years? Uh, specifically, how have you engaged those clients? Uh, what's, what's been the process that you engage them? What levels of management are you interacting with? So is that individual contributor? Is that management director level, VP level, or C-suite? Uh, the other thing I would want to know 
specifically is what's your interaction internally? So are you able to uh, interact with your sales team, your product team, your marketing team, your support team? Uh, and how, how do you work with them uh, in, in the past or, or currently? I would want to understand that. Uh, just because I feel like a good customer success manager has great relationships with all of their internal teams. Uh, also, they have great relationships with their individual contact uh, and they can identify the advocates of, of their product or the service that they're representing. And, and they can also identify the, the blockers, if you will, who are the people that are yeah. essentially against you and have you, have you changed those individuals? Have you changed their mind or have you converted them from a blocker to uh, somebody who absolutely is, a, you know, has your back, if you will. Yeah, uh, so brilliant. Just looking at the track record and really what they've done in the past, the success they've bought and how they've gone about doing that. Exactly right. And for more, the more junior roles, the customer success reps may be beginning in their career, fresh, trying to learn as much as they can. With somebody yep. with a little less experience, what would you look for? Yeah, for a little less experience, you know, it's um, there's a there's a mindset, you know, in hiring the individuals that I that I hired, if they were junior or they weren't necessarily, you know, didn't have three to five years experience. For me, it was a it was I wanted to understand what they did in the past and if that skill set lended itself well to interacting with our customer base. Um, how are they able to man manage conversations? Can they manage and nourish relationships? Uh, can they ask really good questions? Uh, do they have a sense of comfort in front of leadership, whether, you know, individual contributor, manager, director, or senior level? Were they, was there a level of comfort with that? Um, I would say from a, a relationship management standpoint, I would want that skill set to be pretty strong, regardless of what they were doing in the past. From there, how technologically savvy are they, um, given a product could be you know, highly technical or not as technical, um, their understanding of the current product would be something that I would look at. You know, what have they done in the past to speak to that? Uh, and lastly, I would say just overall friendliness, right? Are, do you have the ability um, that somebody is going to uh, want to engage with you as a customer success manager and you're representing essentially a company? Um, could that person do that and, and put a good foot forward? So, uh, you know, again, not necessarily things that you can measure, but they were things that I looked for with somebody I didn't necessarily have, you know, some of the, the more experienced talent and customer success. Um, you know, could they add value to the team? Um, were they, uh, could they address various clients that you had from a personality standpoint? Uh, and um, could they essentially make you better uh, with your team? Those are things that I kind of looked at that would help me in my hiring practices. Yeah. So yeah, big a lot a lot of focus on relationships there with any customer, and yeah, even the you focus on the internal there. Are they going to make your team better? It's as important as how they interact with the customer. Exactly right. Exactly right. So we mostly focused on the recruiting and how to find the right person side of things. Kind of more going back to the days when you were really managing and building customer success teams. What for? customer success is still fairly new growing so if somebody's just beginning to look at really taking on customer success and building their own team what would the first piece of advice you would give to them be well that's a great question so i would i would first say how are you defining your customer success model right everybody has to have a de definition as to what does customer success look like in your company um, as you define that i would i would strongly urge you to 
talk with your leadership team to make sure that everybody's on the same page with how you're defining that model. Uh, first and foremost, you have to have a vision of what you want customer success. You know, first of all, what customer success is. Uh, and then from that vision, I would say, hey, what do you want customer success to accomplish uh, for the company? As you have those messages that are fairly clear, clear I would say at that point, uh, go out and build your team. So are you building a team where you need individual contributors? You need people to address your top tier accounts. Um, you need somebody to help you with the overall management and process of customer success management. So there's, there's you know, a litany of questions that I would ask uh, in, in before you build out a customer success team. And I would start with how you're defining it, uh, how your leadership defines it, and overall, what do you, what do you want to accomplish with, uh, with that customer success team? That's the, the place that I would start first. Yeah. So yeah, before, just don't dive in and hire a load of people first. Exactly Let's right. actually uh, work exactly out. Right. And now let's move up a bit. You've, you've defined where you want to go. You've built a small team of people. Uh, you've started to reach out to customers, increase product engagement. How, how would you say you can really maximize your efforts to get a well-oiled, slick performing team? Yep. Yep. So I, I would first, uh, it goes back to the initial message is, is being clear on what, what the focus is, what the vision is, um, what the plan of attack is. So from a process standpoint, what does that true customer engagement model look like? Uh, and it should be, you know, there should be variances of it, a slight change, if you will, the way that you interact with your top level accounts may not be the same way that you interact with your, you know, mid-market accounts or your smaller accounts, but the overall theme is the same, right? We're going to engage at this point. Uh, we're going to manage the relationship. We're going to schedule the QBRs. We're going to ensure that they're getting value, whether it be usage and or adoption of the product or the service. Um, I would make sure that that engagement model is sound. Everybody understands it. Uh, there are ways in which you can measure that. And then obviously you have to critique that on a regular basis. So you are ensuring uh, that the team is doing what they're supposed to be doing. There are checks and balances. And, and essentially, what's the engagement strategy surrounding the renewals if it's, if it's a model that has a, you know, either yearly or, or multi-year deals where there's renewals that are involved? Um, the customer success team may not necessarily be responsible for the re those renewals, but what action is your team taking to ensure that those renewals are taking place? I, so that actually perfectly brings me on to my next question. So just re recapping that point, great alignment still and understanding throughout and constant analysis of what's working, what's not, and where you want to go to tweak it for success. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, I think the thing that I, the piece that I missed is that there's a question that comes up all the time is that it, is the CSM responsible for, for selling? And what I would say to anybody as, as a customer success manager is responsible for managing those accounts, supporting those accounts, being engaged with those accounts, there obviously are opportunities in which they are going to discover uh, those opportunities. And again, it's the, the old adage, the, the land and expand model. Um, if you have an opportunity to expand the current footprint of the customer that you are or the client that you're supporting, um, everybody does it a bit differently. Either your engagement tactic is to, um, you know, run with that opportunity and then, you know, expand the model or throw it over the fence to sales. I don't think there's a right or a wrong way. I know I have a personal preference, but I wouldn't necessarily say there's a right or a wrong way. That should also be included in your engagement strategy um, as you're building out a team. So go, going back to renewals then, because we heard a, there were a lot of talks and a lot of discussions at the Pulse conference. Should renewals be 
held and accountable by sales? Should they be customer success? I guess, you know, it, it really does depend on your industry, but yeah. what, what's been the way that you've preferred to see it done in the past? Yeah, my, my preference is always, I, I didn't, I don't necessarily want my, I never wanted my customer success team being responsible for the renewals. Um, you know, as, as you are aware, and, and if not, uh, hopefully the audience is aware, as you are uh, engaging with a customer and you start talking about the renewal, there's obviously a level of negotiation that's taking place. So uh, that, that shifts a bit to a, to a sales model, if you will. Not all of my customer success managers at the time that I've either hired or worked with were well-versed in kind of that gift or that skill of negotiating contracts. Yeah. Uh, so what I would say is my personal preference is for the team to kind of set up the renewal so they can then throw it over the fence to either the sales rep that's managing the renewal or if there's specifically a renewals team that's managing that. That's always been my preference because I want my team focused solely on uh, the, the role and responsibility of being a customer success manager, which is excluding the renewal piece of the house, negotiating the contract, if you will, from a renewals uh, standpoint. Is there anything else you would like to talk about for me to ask? So, you know, I, I would say about the, uh, the the growth of customer success. It's amazing. When I first started in this field was probably, uh, well, I started before they called it customer success, but uh, cut my teeth in 2005 at, at Salesforce. It's amazing to see the growth that is experienced from 2005 to now 2019. Um, what I would say is, though lots of people are very fond of and they've heard of customer success, uh, I think uh, every company defines customer success a little bit differently. Uh, what I would say is to the leaders that are out there, make sure, and again, I, I said this earlier, but make sure you are very clear on how you're defining customer success. Um, the other thing I would say is those individuals that are out there that are either uh, looking for different opportunities, uh, make sure the position that you are looking for, uh, it, it, it really maps to what you think or what you want customer success to be because I've seen a lot of um, individuals go into an organization where they have, that organization has defined, defined customer success a bit differently in which they have understood it to be. And they, uh, you know, there's some, there's some pain points there. So, um, you know, how one defines customer success, uh, drill down as much as you can as to how that company is either doing it, how that organization is either doing it and, or what you want to come out of that. Uh, and I think it's going to help you a lot. 100%. Well, Nate, thanks so much for coming on the show. For anybody out there listening who's looking for a job in the customer success world, Nate is a very experienced recruiter to go and who can help you out, swing search and talent. And for any organizations looking for new reps, it's certainly a great place to go. So, Nate, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. No, no problem. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.